The New Orleans Saints may have came up short against the Vikings, but if we're being honest, this probably still is the team that wins the NFC South. And for some, that's a great thing. For others, there's an unfortunate reality that comes with this situation. Let's talk about it right here on the Straight Up Saints podcast. You're listening to the Straight Up Saints podcast. What is up, Houdan Nation? Welcome back inside a Monday edition of the Straight Up Saints podcast. It's your host, Christmas Vogel, as always. Hope you're having a good morning. And and I know it's not a victory Monday for the Saints, but there's a lot to unpack. I think there is finally that time that people have an open and honest discussion about what this team is and what this team isn't and why there are certain things that aren't going to change because it is no longer week two, week three. It's week 10, and we're one more day from getting to week 11. And before you know it, They'll play the Falcons in week 12, and that is where shit will get serious. That is where a lot of this season will hinge on. I'll talk about that in a little bit. But I want to start start by talking about the the reality for the Saints. And I, and I kept thinking about this last night after the game. I know we had the post-game recap. Obviously, I was very animated about what I didn't like on there. And letting this game marinate didn't make it any better for me. It, it just made me feel like this is where we're at with the Saints. Where we're at right now is we have a 5-5 five and five football team that despite a decent amount of talent on the roster and despite the fact that they're playing an easy schedule, we don't know if they're going to make the playoffs. And even if they do make the playoffs, any hope that I had of them potentially making a run and upsetting maybe a team like the Seahawks, maybe a team like the Cowboys first round, it's impossible to have any confidence in that type of game if they were to even get there. And I know for some, a playoff game in New Orleans is going to be super fun. Cannot knock anyone from feeling that way. And I don't think... I'm I'm at the point where I'm like, oh, I don't want them to make the playoffs. Of course, I want them to win every game possible. But there is a couple of numbers that we have to talk about. The first one is your head coach is 20 and 43. That record's not getting any better. He can go undefeated all of next season and win the remaining games here, and he'd be one game over 500. That that that's the reality of the type of situation they have a head coach. So you have a tw- a coach is 20 and 43, but when you really analyze the numbers and why I think there is that unfortunate reality for the Saints is you're looking at a head coach that is two and eight as the head coach of the Saints against teams with winning, winning records. Last year, lost to the Vikings. They beat the Seahawks, lost to the Bengals, lost to the Ravens, lost to the Steelers, lost to the 49ers, beat the Eagles. A little bit of an asterisk, though. No Jalen Hurts, it was Gardner Minshew. And then so far this year against teams with winning records, lost to the Texans, lost to the Jaguars lost to the Vikings. They are who they are. And this team could back their way into a playoff spot and then get trampled in the first round. But I just don't know if that's the situation you want. And again, maybe maybe I'm being wrong. Maybe I'm being a horrible fan here by thinking this is what this team is. But it's week 10, approaching week 11. Ask yourself this and be real, real honest with yourself. Be a fair football fan and ask yourself the truth. What do the Saints do well? We know it's not offense. The offense continues to struggle. They continue to play a different brand of football from the rest of the league. The defense is suddenly unreliable. It's no longer elite. It's no longer their strong suit. It's an unreliable unit that is horrible in the first half and makes excellent second half adjustments, no doubt about it. But when you put yourself in a hole down 24 to 3, It doesn't matter what you do in the second half because you're already fighting a losing battle. So offense, comedically bad. Defense, surprisingly unreliable. Special teams, 
has been god-awful, but apparently, just like the head coach, has maximum job security because Blake Groupie and Lou Headley cannot do their job well, and it doesn't matter. They continue to come back week after week. Don't worry about you know whether or not they're on the line when it comes to their job. So no good offense, unreliable defense, piss-poor special teams. What is the calling card for the New Orleans Saints? Ask yourself that question. When you, when you think about this team and what they can be and what, they, what they'll need, if they were to be a playoff team and shit starts hitting the fan, what is the calling card? Taysom Hill? Maybe. But that requires his offensive coordinator to remember that he's on the roster, something that he doesn't always do. And Taysom Hill running with the football shouldn't be their calling card, but frankly, it is. That would be their calling card if they even have one. And I don't know if they do. So it's fine. People could say I'm being negative. People could say I'm being miserable, whatever it is. I'm just trying to be realistic about the New Orleans Saints. They are going to back their way into the playoffs. They're going to get smoked by the Cowboys or whoever they face in that playoff game. They're going to, in result, not have a high enough draft pick to actually get a competent quarterback on their roster. Then, because they made the playoffs, they're going to use that as justification to keep Dennis Allen around, probably give this guy an extension. And in the reality, he should not be getting an extension. He should be getting on the first plane ride out of New Orleans. That's what it should be, and that's what it's not going to be. And there's going to be some people saying, well, if you just can't have fun watching the Saints, and if you can't just sit there and want them to win, you're a shit fan. I don't see it that way. I see it as being realistic. I want the Saints to win every game. I do. But I'm an absolute idiot. If I sit there, watch them beat the Falcons, which obviously I want them to beat the Falcons. If they beat the Falcons and I come around and go, well, I think they could beat the Lions, blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. They are going to get smoked in that game. And we're going to sit here in three weeks from now and have the same discussion about how this team cannot beat any opponent worth a damn. That's the reality. Your coach is now 12 and 15 in New Orleans. So every Saints fan, right, that was trying to be optimistic said, take away Dennis Allen's Oakland tenure. It wasn't fair to him. The Raiders are bad. Okay, let's take it out now. We have the sample size. He's 12 and 15 with a talented roster in a horrible division with an easy ass schedule. He is 12 and 15 and his winning percentage is 169th out of 174 head coaches that have coached 60 or more games in NFL history. So statistically, Statistically, there are five coaches worse than this man. And that's who you're worried about losing? I'm not. If you're afraid of losing a guy who doesn't even have his side of the ball figured out anymore, then I don't know what to say. Because there's a difference. I'm going to root for the Saints. I hope they turn the tables around and go on a run. And I'll constantly wish for that. But it's not going to happen. We're 10 games in. If I think something's magically going to fix over the bye week, then I'm an idiot because it's not going to. Everything that this team has done wrong this year, they continue to do wrong. Passing game stinks. No running game outside of Taysom Hill. Offensive line play hasn't been ideal. Defense keeps getting worse. They're undisciplined and get horrible penalties at the worst possible times. Special teams has not been great. What do they do well? Ask yourself that question. Because I know there's going to be people going, well, if you can't have fun watching them make the playoffs, then maybe you shouldn't be a Saints fan. Man, if you think it's fun to make the playoffs, get absolutely smoked on wild card weekend, and then the thing that you get out of that is not an advancement in the playoffs, it's an extension for Dennis Allen and like the 23rd, 24th pick, then you're the idiot, not me. 
because they are not going to win anything significant with Dennis Allen. I'll tweet that shit every day of the week, and guess what? It's the one time I can say something of purpose and not worry about being on cold, on freezing cold takes because it's true. He can't win anything of significance. And the worst part about it is if they had a great quarterback, they might actually be able to squeak their way through some shit. Because I watched Justin Herbert give the Chargers a fighting chance every weekend despite having absolute moron as his head coach. But they don't have that. They have Derek Carr, who, by the way, factors into all of this. Because guess what? Last year, the Saints struggled. They were in an easy division and couldn't win it. And they brought him back. They doubled down on Dennis Allen. And they said, you know what? Fine. Pick your quarterback. And he said, I want Derek Carr. That's the guy I want. I want Derek Carr in the building as my quarterback. That's going to get us over the hump. They don't look better now than they did last year. Barely, if anything, they do. What has Derek Carr done? And I, I was one of those people who thought Derek Carr would help the Saints out. I thought he'd give them a little bit more juice. But this man's got 10 touchdowns in 10 games. What are we doing? He's on pace for the lowest amount of touchdowns in his career. It's embarrassing. So either you got damaged goods and you fucked up picking him as your quarterback, or your coaching staff is so bad, you've turned a mediocre quarterback into a god-awful one. But again, your decision, Dennis Allen, that's who you wanted to be the quarterback. So again, people are going to say I'm miserable, this and that is what it is. But but it is not a team that's going to win anything. And if, if you want to say let's make the playoffs, they lose in the first round, but that is more fun for you, that's fine. I can't judge what other people want to think. I'm just telling you how I feel. I want to see the Saints win every game, but I know that's not a reality, and I don't want to go down the road where it's playoffs and get absolutely smoked by Dallas in the first round, and then Dennis Allen gets a pass for backing his way at 8-9 and nine into a playoff spot in the worst division in football. I, I don't care to see it. If you care to see it, that's your cup of tea. I'm glad that that makes you happy. It doesn't make me happy to see this team 5-5 five and five and losing every game that matters because that's what they are. And it's not going to change. It's not going to change. We're going into week 11. we got to be honest with what this team is. Now, Derek Carr, for the second time this year, gets hurt. Shoulder and concussion. Is there going to be a quarterback controversy? That was the first people on people's mind. Dennis Allen shut that down. He said, we're not in a competition there. He said he thought Jameis did some good, but Derek Carr is their starting quarterback. Then Ian Rappaport comes out and gives an update on Derek Carr. Says it's a concussion and shoulder injury, but it's not severe. And the hope is he'll be able to return after the bye. Now, at this point, you better hope that he plays because if he misses time, that's more excuses for this coaching staff. And no, I, I want them out there full strength with the quarterback they chose. And if it works, great. And if it doesn't work, get the hell out of New Orleans. Like, that's the way I see it. But for Derek Carr, it's crazy because this guy, for the majority of his career, has been durable. Now he's getting hurt left and right. It makes the contract look worse than it already is. And yesterday's injury was wild to me because the play before he got hurt, he's got Rashid Shahid streaking wide open down the right field sideline, and he misses him. And then not only does he miss him, he holds the ball too long after like three, four seconds, and then fumbles. Saints recover, and then the next play steps up, gets clobbered. I don't want Derek Carr to get hurt. It sucks that he got hurt. It's just wild that it's like the perfect image of this season. Wide open guy, Derek doesn't see him, he holds the ball too long, and then on the next play gets absolutely clobbered and never would have got to that next play had he hit Rashid Shaheed when he was wide open for a touchdown. But that's kind of where we are. 
That that is where we are, you know. And, and I don't think that making a quarterback change is going to solve anything. They're not going to make one, and at this point, they shouldn't because Da should go down with the guys that he chose, and that's what he's going to do. There's going to be no quarterback change. I'm not advocating for a quarterback change. I don't think a quarterback change would do much to this team anyway because they got a lot of problems outside of just QB. But I, I think it will be fitting. Dennis Allen will go down with what he's got. And that will be that. And that will be the situation. So it seems like Derek Carr will play after the bye. But we'll know more probably in the next week or so. But regarding after the bye, that is the Falcons game. Before I get into the comments that you guys have, I want to make it very clear. That game is going to determine everything. That game will determine whether or not the Saints win the South or DA gets packing by the end of the year. Don't believe me? Look at the schedules. The way the schedules shape up for both teams, that game winner will be in the driver's seat of the NFC South, no doubt about it. But also for New Orleans, the way their schedule shapes up, if they lose that Falcons game, you got the Lions at home, that is most likely a loss. All of a sudden, you're five and seven. And yes, some games against the Giants and Panthers, winnable. But there are other games they could easily lose towards the end. Another Falcons one, another Bucks one, Rams one. And the Rams one for me is funny because earlier this year, I was dumb enough to say that could be an easy game. And on paper, it should be an easy game. But I am an absolute moron if I think that Dennis Allen's going to go into Los Angeles and beat Sean McVay, who is leaps and bounds better as a head coach than him. And it no matter who the Rams quarterback will be for that day, they will get outcoached. And we saw this past Sunday with Kevin O'Connell. Yeah, the Saints have a better roster. Roster than the Vikings are healthier than the Vikings. And yet, Vikings were the far superior team because they had the far superior coach. So don't get too far down the road about whether or not that could be a win because that very well could be a loss. So this Falcons game is going to determine a lot. Saints win. It keeps them on track to do their win one, lose one, win one, lose one, and get their way into the playoffs at either nine and eight or eight and nine. That's where they would head into. They lose this game, and Atlanta's going to win the South. And I don't want Atlanta to win the South. I can't make that any more clear, despite how I feel about the Saints right now. I do not, under any circumstances, want to see Atlanta win the South. But that's the magnitude of that game. You got the two teams coming off. I believe uh, Falcons got to check if they're coming off a bye. I believe they will be. But you got two teams that are in a spot coming off bye weeks that know that might be the game to dictate who wins the South. And it's going to be interesting to me how the Saints come at them defensively. Because one thing that really just pissed me off yesterday was you knew TJ Hawkinson was the guy for the Vikings, and you let him have his way. You let him have his way every single snap of that football game. So you go into the Atlanta game. You know that Bijan's going to be a factor. What are you going to do to stop him? Because the only person that could probably stop Bijan with the, the way the Saints run defense is playing is Arthur Smith if he decides not to play him. And that is possible because he's another coach that should be on the chopping block. But it's fascinating. I, I think this game will be one of those loser leaves town type of things for both sides. Arthur Smith, Dennis Allen, one of them's got to go probably at the end of the year. And we'll see what happens in that one. That game is going to be paramount for both of them. I can't stress that enough. You know, I, I really can't. So we'll see what happens, guys. When that game gets closer, we'll have a, uh, a review slash preview for it, excuse me, going into it and discuss what's going to be important, how the Saints look into it. And we'll see. 
I don't know where I'm at right now in terms of picking that game. I'm still too early. Got to see what Lattimore's status is, uh, is and stuff like that. But that game's going to dictate a lot. I promise you that. So let's get into any comments you guys have here on the Straight Up Saints podcast before we get into the end of the show. We're going to start off with a comment from Alex. He says, whichever team, probably Dallas, that gets the fifth seed basically has a first round bye. So I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of people are going to hear what I said about Oh, they're going to go into the first, in the playoffs and get smoked in the first round. And people are going to go, well, what about Seattle? Well, what about Tampa Bay last year? What about Tampa Bay, who was not good the entire year, made the playoffs, people convinced them that Tom Brady would do something, and they got absolutely demolished by Dallas in the wild card round. So what about that? Like, if you're going to bring up Seattle from 2010, let's be fair about teams that are under 500 that win a lousy division to make the playoffs. It does not always equal playoff success does not always equal a trip to the divisional round because the Bucs were terrible last year, squeaked in because the division was terrible, and then they got absolutely rocked. So I, I do agree. Dallas, team like that, it, it, it gives them an, a, an advantage for sure, no doubt about it. Uh, Ransom says, at least Jameis takes chances. I mean, if we score in the first half, we'll give the defense some confidence. It's, it's such a balance because, like, you have one quarterback in Derek Carr who's not taking enough chances. So the, the, the ceiling is considerably lower than what it would be with Jameis. But then Jameis takes too many chances, so the floor isn't as high as it should be. And that's why you're fighting a losing battle either way. If they had Jameis in, yeah, more explosive plays, more turnover-worthy plays. You got Derek in, less turnover-worthy plays, less explosive plays. So it's it's tough to say. They don't have an actual answer on here at quarterback. They just don't. Alex says, it's not like these teams with winning records are slash were multiple games over 500. When we played them, Minnesota was 5-4, and four and Houston just got uh, now got to 5-4. and four. That's my point. I'm not saying that Dennis Allen's got to go beat the Chiefs or go beat the Eagles or go beat the Niners. But when you're, at, when you're uh, on the road against Minnesota, who's got a quarterback that's been there for 10 days, you got to beat them without Justin Jefferson. When you play the Texans and you're going up against a rookie quarterback, I expect you to have things planned for them. I expect you to win that game. And you don't. So it, it is what it is. Primetime against the Jaguars. Are you ever going to win a primetime game of significance again? Come on. Nick says they're, they are mid across the board. Just an old team with a less than mid coaching staff. Yep, I agree. Greg says, bro, doesn't matter. Uh, doesn't matter QB with these coaches not going anywhere. Need new coaches and draft a quarterback like Jaden Daniels. Greg, I agree with you wholeheartedly. So if it came off where it felt like I wasn't, you know, I I really, really don't think that I really don't think that there's any other scenario that will get them back to where they need to be than that. New coach, new quarterback, and then start over there. But I, I don't know when that's gonna happen. Joshua says I'd rather go back to poverty than deal with this shit. It's not even that like this is the problem because like there's this contingent on Saints Twitter that thinks that people who don't like this team right now just want them to lose all 17 games every year and get the number one pick and then get the number one pick again and then rebuild that way. I'm not asking for that. You don't need to blow everything up to be good. There's no, there's no perfect path to being a great football team. Some teams, like the Jags, can stink for years, get the number one pick and the number one pick, and then finally figure it out when you get a Trevor Lawrence and you and you find your way back there. Or the Bengals, you get a Joe Burrow, you're back on track. Some teams like the Chiefs stick it out with Alex Smith and keep him as the placeholder until you finally get your guy in Patrick Mahomes. So, like, 
There is no perfect path to success. All I'm saying is there is nothing redeemable about this team. And that's all it is. Like, I don't want this team to be poverty. I don't want this team to, to lose 10, 12 games a year. That, that, that wouldn't be fun for anyone. But being bad in the worst division in football is unacceptable. And to lie about what this team is and think that it's better than what they are, I'm not going to do that. Margaret says if they're the first seed, it'll be an embarrassing showing against any team uh, uh, the way they are now. I can't see anything changing with the coaching and QB we have. Alex says, "What's their call? What are their calling cards? Uh, poorly coached, undisciplined, slow slash old defense, limited touches for our best players in offense." Yep. I mean, Alvin runs hard yesterday. Stop giving the ball to Alvin. Taysom has been carrying the team. Don't give the ball to Taysom. Olave doesn't get uh, targets until Jameis comes in. So, just a mess. Nick says, I don't want a new QB with this staff. They would ruin the guy behind this old line. Well, I want to make this very clear, guys. If I say I want a new QB at any point over the next two weeks, three weeks, month, whatever, it is with the belief that they have a new staff. It's not with this staff. They don't deserve a new QB. They pick their guy. They should be stuck with him and figure it out. Cody says their calling card is they're great at getting stupid penalties. It's one of their calling cards, no doubt about it. Margaret says, where was Taysom yesterday? Doesn't Carmichael know the stat with Taysom? Shaking my head. Nick says, I love Cam, but how do they give him the bag with that extension? Uh, you know, again, don't want to hurt people's feelings. That's the New Orleans Saints for you. Don't want to hurt people's feelings. Nat says, they'll be okay. Just make the playoffs. Anything can happen. The Saints have a cap issue. They have to fix that first. I'm, I am totally okay with people saying, just make the playoffs. I can't blame you. The goal is to make the playoffs, and then anything can happen. I agree with that. They're not winning shit in the playoffs, though. They're not winning shit. They, and if they were to win one round, let's make it very clear, they would be the Giants of last year, beating a fraudulent Vikings team in the first round to getting absolutely tossed around by the Eagles. That's, that is the situation they'd be going down. Wesley says, let's say a miracle happens this morning and Gail has had enough of the DA and Pete gets canned. Who do you go with as interim head coach? Ronald Curry, question mark. Probably... He's not getting canned, though, so it's not even worth kind of addressing. But that 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 is who I would imagine would probably get the shot at it. Nick says, who cares if they make the playoffs in the worst division? How does that help long-term? It doesn't. It doesn't help. It actually makes things worse if you just get slapped around in the first round and then get an extension for that head coach. Court Star says, only two wins against teams who had a winning record. Yep. Margaret says, how was Thomas's injury? From what has been reported, it's not serious. Now, does it mean he plays the Falcons game? I don't know, but it's not considering considered season-ending or anything like that, which is good. Nick says they're going to get nationally embarrassed again. They will. Margaret says no sacks or takeaways yesterday either. I mean, they had a bunch of near sacks, as they always do. Close, but no cigar. Nat says it's better to make the playoffs. To some degree, to some degree, it's better to make the playoffs. It's better to make the playoffs, obviously, usually. But if it is playoffs... And that comes with a Dennis Allen extension or no playoffs. And they finally move on from this guy. I would take the no playoffs and people are going to say that's stupid and miserable. Fine. Call me miserable. Call me stupid. I don't care. Call me whatever names you need to call me. That's, that's the way I would see it. Nick says, if we, well, we end up with a pick in twenties, we can waste on another developmental pass rusher or lineman, not fan. I'll pass. That's the other thing too. Like, I said yesterday, Mickey Loomis does not get enough smoke for the fact that a first-round pick on the offensive line of Trevor Penning and a first-round pick on the defensive line of Peyton Turner are useless. Bothers me. So I'm going to get into more comments here that you guys have. Before I do that, though, I want to get a quick word 
one of our sponsors, DraftKings Sportsbook. In the NBA, the game can change in an instant, but no matter how the action unfolds, you know DraftKings Sportsbook has your back. This week, new customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets just for betting five bucks on basketball. Win or lose, you get an instant dub. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code BOOT. New customers can get 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on basketball. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code BOOT. The crown is yours. Once again, thank you to DraftKings Sportsbook for being part of the program. We greatly appreciate it. Going to get it back into more comments that you guys have here. Courtstar says, Ghost years in contract is the only thing we do well. That's a good one, actually. Ollie says, uh, we will do ourselves a disservice by making playoffs and give DA another year an excuse. I agree, man. I agree because guess what? You make the playoffs. Next year, you stink again. But they go, well, he's one year removed from the playoffs. So let's run it again. And before you know it, two years of DA turns into four years of DA turns into I lose all my hair on my head. So I don't want that at all. But we'll see. We will see. Nick says, is that the standard for this franchise? Back our way into a playoff appearance? What? Uh, it seems that way. It seems that way. Nat says Justin from the Chargers, not good. I I could absolutely unload on that comment, but I won't. All I will say, all I will say is Justin Herbert with a horrible head coach and a broken finger on his left hand in one game can do far more than Derek Carr can do in three games. And had the Saints had a quarterback like Justin Herbert, they'd actually probably would be able to be over 500 easily and get away with some things because he's that good. I, I don't I don't know why Justin Herbert gets slandered. People don't want to say he's elite. That's fine with me. But this man is one of the best quarterback talents in the league, and it's not close. Margaret says Carr is a more expensive Dalton. I hate it when people said that earlier this year. I, I pushed against it. I said it was wrong. And know who's wrong? Me, because, yeah, he, he is. Nick says they need an entire rebuild. They've been putting it off for years now. Yeah, and they can't even do it right away because of the way their contracts are set up. Derek says, team is struggles. Mike Thomas gets injured. Name a more classic combo. I'm once again requesting to fire the whole coaching staff. How many times can people get fooled by this team? I don't know. And it's not going to happen to me anymore. I got fooled again earlier this year, and I'm not doing it again. It's enough's enough with this team. Weston says the upcoming game against the Lions is the first time in years where I'm considering just not even watching the game. I can't blame you. Trav504 says, by the second quarter, I found it more entertaining to clip my toenails and watch TikTok. Hey, look, man, there's nothing more entertaining sometimes than falling into the trap of TikTok. I'll be sitting there on my phone, swiping through shit, and before you know it, an hour went by, and I'm like, what the hell is wrong with me? But, man, that that app is like a black hole of content, and that's it. Once you're drawn in, you're, you're, you can't get out. Same for life, says Dennis is a clueless clown. End of story. I agree. Nick says, I took my kids to the grocery store. Every other person in the store had Saints gear and was in the same boot as me. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Margaret says, Winston for the rest of the season. And if he isn't doing anything, bring on the rookie. I know it won't happen. It won't happen, but yes. Nat says, Jameis should start. Carr is not good. I agree Carr is not good. I don't think Jameis will start, though. Like, that's that's just the reality of the situation. Carr is not good. Same for life. Says, Saints aren't going anywhere. I agree. Nick says we're not good and we're not even interested to watch such bad football. Margaret says Carr uh, doesn't see the plays and is scared to throw. Winston, hold my beer. <laughs> it's, it is the ultimate dichotomy, man. One is afraid to let it rip. 
because he doesn't want to turn over the ball. The other one has no problem letting it rip, even if it means he turns over the football. Derek says Falcons are going to eat us alive. I don't know if the Falcons are good enough for that, but the the, the, the Falcons-Saints game will absolutely be the determining factor here. Nick says the goal should be a winning championship. That's the goal. This isn't a poverty franchise of the 80s and 90s. If you enjoy that, go ahead and enjoy it. I don't. Saints for Life says Lions going to destroy the Saints. I agree. Jerry G says, morning, Chris. Morning, Green Eye Nation. Morning, Jerry. Why did they stop running the ball, he asked. So, Saints went down early. That got them into the position where, hey, didn't feel like we are going to be able to run through this. We got to go back and, and throw our way into it. And from there on out, that was it. And then once you're down 24-3, to you pretty much abandoned the run anyway. So, that's kind of what happened. I think they abandoned it a tad too early. Like, I think when it was 17-3, to they still could have ran it and they decided not to. But... Such is life, man, when Pete Carmichael's the offensive play caller. Saints for Life says if these guys win two more games, we're lucky. They're going to win at least two more games, man. That schedule's a joke. They'll win at least two more. Lions, Panthers, Bucks, Falcons, twi- they'll win at least two more. Nick says two of the worst coaches in the league squaring off. Hope it's not on primetime. It's not. Thank God the bye week is here, Jerry says. I agree. Nat says it's okay. The Giants won the Super Bowl. Seattle beat the great Drew Brees at 7-9. Enjoy the season. The Saints history is not great. Look, this the Giants team that won that Super Bowl, though, and I know what you're talking about. You're talking about the one in 2007. The 2007 Giants team had, granted, not a good record. They had, they still had Tom Cough, uh, Tom Coughlin and Eli Manning, and those dudes are two-time Super Bowl champs. And Derek Carr and Dennis Allen do not have a playoff win under their belt. Derek Carr has never won a playoff game. And Dennis Allen's never won a playoff game. So I understand the sentiment, right? Because the Giants at 9-7 and seven make the playoffs and go on a hell of a run, knock off the Packers in the NFC Championship game, they make the Super Bowl, they beat the undefeated Patriots. I get that. But that Giants team had hell of a lot of luck on their side. They had a ferocious pass rush. Ferocious pass rush. That, that's, that is what took down Brady and that undefeated squad. And at the end of the day, Regardless of all his flaws, and he had a lot of flaws, Eli Manning in the playoffs was an absolute gamer. And Derek Carr, like I mentioned, has not won a playoff game. Ransom says, drop by A.T. Perry was a killer. Yeah, definitely was. Same for life says, Dan Campbell has completely changed the entire team. These guys play with energy and look like a serious contender. They do. The, the Lions look awfully fun. Brian says, the Saints just need a clean house. I'm tired of talking about it at this point. Take Mickey with him. Brian, I'm so tired of it, man. I'm so tired. I've spent the last two years complaining about this team. I don't want to. I want to sit here, rave about this team, talk about the glimmer of hope, the, the optimism, what to build on. I'm tired of this narrative, but like, it's got to be said. They're not good. Justin to get me cash says fire DA and bring in Brian Johnson. Also need to get faster on the D line. Maybe try to sign a Brian Burns or any speed rusher. They definitely need to get faster on the D line. That D line is slow, man. Nick says, oldest team in the league, bad contracts, not a good mix. Lob 32 City, Saints front office, watch Josh Dobbs, put DA and Saints defense in hell, but they'll still pass on Jaden Daniels. Wouldn't that be a win for the city if they got him, though? Court Star says, AK's usage was odd yesterday. Also, the Williams signing isn't looking good. Yeah, that, that Jamal Williams is useless right now, and I, I feel bad, but th- that is what he is at the moment. Lob 32 City, offense looks so difficult because the offense is archaic. No RPOs, no jet sweeps, no innovation on offense. 
Imagine you play the Dolphins and play the Saints. It's like going from all Madden to rookie. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly, but this is what they want to be. They wanted to play complimentary football, but they can't even play well on either side of the ball. Ed says, Chris, good morning, good brother. Y'all don't want the Saints steal y'all Monday joy. I'm not going to, I promise. After I'm done with this, going to try and enjoy my Monday off that I have. Uh, maybe I'll go see the Marvels. I haven't seen that yet. No, I don't have high expectations for that movie, but it'll be something to pass the time and enjoy my Monday, so that'll probably be what I'll do. But, yeah, I'm not going to let them ruin my, my day. I'm just, I'm here to kind of let us have a little vent session. Wesley says the Jamal Williams and Marcus May signings look terrible right now. I agree. Same for life says anyone saying get to the playoffs is ridiculous. These guys are not winning anything. They can barely beat a two win bears team. Look, I'm cool with people saying let's get to the playoffs. I, I don't blame people for saying that. I'm just saying there will be consequences to that. And I know that sounds so stupid, but there are consequences to that. Dennis Allen will get an extension. If they make the playoffs. I promise you, because that's how the saints want to operate. When they beat the Bears and they got to five and four, so many reporters were putting out all this good stuff about DA and here we go, here's the turnaround because that's what the team wants you to think. They want to feed you this bullshit that DA is the guy and he's not the guy. Red Joseph says, I was abroad so couldn't watch the game. Recap is depressing as hell. This coaching staff is emotionally exhausting. Let them go. They don't even have any emotions, which is unfortunate, man. Real unfortunate. Wesley says, I would happily accept sitting car and riding the Jameis roller coaster 7 and 10, 8 and 9, 9 and 8, and missing the playoffs. If DA is gone, it would at least be entertaining. I said it earlier this year. The Saints are bad and boring. That sucks. Trap 504 says, We barely beat a 1 1 Panthers team. Not wrong about that. Jerry G, fire DA, bench car, and Saints will win the NFC South. None of those are happening, though, if, if we're being honest. Same for life. Staley sucks as head coach. Herbert's a stud. I agree. I, I love Justin Herbert. Like, Justin Herbert has his flaws. But, like, can we see Justin Herbert with a head coach first? Draft 504 says, I wouldn't be surprised they find a way to lose the Panthers. I wouldn't be surprised either. Almost lost the first time. Snakebite says, Carr is too injured and scared to play effectively. Start James the rest of the season. He actually tried to make plays downfield and got two touchdowns off the bench cold. I, look, guys, I don't think Derek Carr is good. And I don't think Derek Carr is a starting quarterback anymore, which I can't believe I'm saying. Because I, I really thought he would help this team. But I don't think they're going to bench him. Like, this is the guy they wanted. This is the guy they brought in. I don't know if they're just going to go, oh, yep, well, we fucked up. I don't see it. Big Smokey says this team should be 8-2. With good coaching, this team would be vying for the one seed. You might think I'm on crack. That's fine. I assure you I'm not. But that's how, that's how it would be. Yesterday proved that the quarterback is our main problem. The team's morale shot up when Carr left. Unfortunately, Winston is not the guy either. Better than my, better than Carr, in my opinion. He at least scores points. Look, man, if 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 that is what people want, like the quarterback change, I'm cool with it. I, I also respect that a lot of people are going, hey, let's make the change to give them some life, but neither one's the answer because that's the, that's the truth of the matter. Jerry G says you are what your record says you are. I agree. Margaret says Falcons always play hard against the Saints, and there are three or four players in the Saints on the Falcons. Yeah. Caden Ellis, David Onyemata. It'll be interesting. Ransom says, is it, is it that Jameis believes in his receivers? I just think it's the way he goes about playing. I, I think that Jameis just has a little bit of a carefree style, and I'm not saying that as, as such a negative thing for him. It's just a reality. Derek's kind of afraid to make those mistakes 
Jameis just wants to let it rip because he's a gunslinger by nature. Alex says, I will keep banging the drum for Ben Johnson until he inevitably winds up coaching somewhere that's not New Orleans. Yeah, I, I just can't see him picking picking them if he has his choices. Justin, get me cash. Just fire Mickey too. Mickey Loomis got to be on the hot seat if he's not willing to make changes, man. Saints for life. Loomis needs to lose his job, and he has completely depleted all the money in draft picks. I'm also okay with that, man. I, I'm okay with them starting from scratch with everything. Saints number four says DA two and eight against winning coach uh, against winning coaches. Wesley says we're all hoping to hand the keys to Ben Johnson, but why would we want to come here? Bad contracts, bad cap, aging roster. I mean, maybe he's okay with struggling until the cap results, but I don't know, man. I don't see it either. I think a lot of his choices would not pick New Orleans if I were him. The Alpha Santos, even if this team somehow makes the playoffs, Dennis Allen and Carmichael need to be fired into the sun. I agree. Ryan says, as crazy as it sounds, the Saints have the best red zone combo in Taysom and Jamal, who did this together in college, and the OC with no damn imagination. Shaking my head. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree, but yeah. Derek says, the Marvels, watch a better movie for the love of God. Why would you hurt yourself more after this weekend? Well, here's the thing. I went already to see Priscilla uh, last Monday. I saw Priscilla. I really enjoyed that. Over the weekend, I saw The Holdovers. It was one of my favorite movies of the year. So for me, I think what it comes down to is what haven't I seen yet in theaters? I think it's The Marvels, the Paw Patrol movie, which I'm not going to see. I, I don't know a damn thing about Paw Patrol, and I think that's probably a, a little below my age. Um, the Saw sequel, I, I've never actually never watched the Saw movies. I'm not really a horror guy, so maybe maybe I should get into that, but I, I don't think I should be starting from like the fifth Saw movie. So if I had to check, you know what? I'm going to pull it up right now. Let's see. I believe that's those are one of the only couple movies left for me. So it's not so a matter of I want to see the Marvels because I, I am so off the MCU bandwagon right now. I think the MCU is, is absolutely in a state of crisis. It's that I don't know what to see. Okay, here we go. At the the local theater by me, the Marvels, which I haven't seen, Five Nights at Freddy's, which I've already seen, Killers of the Flower Moon, which I've already seen, and The Holdovers, which I've already seen. So kind of odd that they're only playing four movies. And then if I go to a different movie theater that's a little bit further out, same movies, but they also have Priscilla and Saw, which I've never seen the Saw movies, and I already saw Priscilla, and I really enjoyed that. So it's more so I don't have many options at the moment than I actually want to see the Marvels. I have no expectations for that movie, and I'm actually lying. I have low expectations for that movie, and I don't think Marvel's any good anymore. But it's more so, I don't. Uh, I really don't have another option. So that that's kind of where I'm at there. Justin didn't get me cash. Says Gail needs to step up as owners and, uh, and clean house like Mark Davis did. You know what? I'm so glad you brought that up. The Raiders saw that the players were not winning under Josh McDaniels. They didn't like Josh McDaniels. They said, you know what? Be damned with the money. We'll pay whatever we got to pay, but we got to fix this down. And they bring in Antonio Pierce as the interim coach, and Antonio Pierce, granted, easier games against Giants, Jets, they still get the job done. And now they're 5-5, five and five, that locker room singing and dancing and smoking victory cigars, and everything is okay with the world. So that, that, that shows me that it could be done. Do the Saints have the courage after this year to do it, though? Brian says, fire Allen and hire Bobby Herbert as uh, interim coach. Talking about entertaining, I, I would hire whoever as interim coach. It would be more entertaining than Dennis Allen. You can hire one of you guys. It would be more entertaining than Dennis Allen. Alex says, uh, they kept Andy Dalton as QB1 over Jameis last year. No shot they'd bench Carr. I agree. Jerome says, I blame this loss on the defense. They have dramatically slipped. They have. There's no doubt about it. 
Alpha Santos said it from the jump before the Saints game. Saints would make that Vikes game a lot harder than it needs to be, and that's exactly why they, uh, why they, what they did again. You got every break you could ask for, and they still lost. Snakebite says, "I agree they're not going to bench Carr, but I knew we were better with Jameis, and yesterday proved it. We'll never win with Dennis Allen as head coach." I agree, my man. Alex says, "If Loomis gets axed, would you axed? Would you be fine with them promoting Kai Harley, or would you prefer them making an external hire?" I don't know. It's a great question. I think Kai. If they feel, if he's part of the personnel decisions and it's not just him being great with the cap, then I'm cool with them promoting. But I just don't I just don't know if you know he's the type of guy that has a keen eye for scouting or if it's the accounting side that he masters. Wesley says, don't watch the Saw movies, man. There's like 13 of them and like two of them are good. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean that that'll probably uh be it for me then in terms of seeing that. I I Again, that's why I said I'd probably go see the Marvels today. Not that I wanted to. I saw every other movie that's in my theater right now. And uh, trust me, I probably won't enjoy it, but Misery loves company. Ransom says, so ultimate question is, where do we go from here? We have been having the same conversation for two years now. I don't know where we could go. I, I think we're kind of stuck in neutral until they make a decision. Lewis says, this team is holding DA and DC back from losing enough. Probably. Probably. Al says, scrap DA and P. Carmichael, bench Derek, uh, Derek uh, Carr, because he's going to keep getting injured and he's too old. I say we go for a new quarterback in the draft, someone, with fr- someone fresh that we can develop. I don't disagree with you that, man. I, 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 I'm begging for them to get a rookie quarterback in there. Alpha Santos says, the Marvels is not a bad movie at all. It's definitely better than the first one. I don't know if better than the first one is enough like for me to be sold on it, because I hated the first Captain Marvel. But I'm sure it'll be fun. I'm sure there'll be, it's just for me, and I'm not trying to get off topic here because I know I've been ranting about the Saints all day, but like Marvel has slipped so bad and it's, it's like they don't put enough effort into their writing. The CGI across the board for a lot of studios has gotten worse now because they don't actually pay their, you know, VFX workers a, a manageable wage. And it just seems like they're so focused on like building out stuff that there's no actual story within it. Like a movie can serve a purpose to a bigger story while also being able to stand alone as its own thing. Like if you were to watch Captain America, the winter soldier that could stand alone as its own movie and be a really good spy espionage thriller in a way. And yet if I were to take like Ant-Man Quantumania, which I thought was God awful, that movie is only there to serve the purpose of this is Kang. We're going to get more variants of him. And that, that is that. Like, that is what that movie serves a purpose for. Nothing else. And, like, that's where you lose me. And I also think Marvel is so focused on making, like, too many shows and giving every character something that all of a sudden we're, we'll get something good, but we don't see that character again. For example, I thought Shang-Chi was freaking awesome. When the hell are we seeing him again in another movie? I don't know. And instead, you're getting movies that you don't need right now. You're getting shows that you don't need right now. Like. I don't think there needs to be Agatha show. I don't think there needs to be, and granted, I'll watch it. I don't think we need an Echo. Uh, I don't think there needs to be like a White Vision show. But that that's that's what they're doing, you know? Not not to kind of go off the rails here, but th- that's just my mini rant about that. Wesley says, let's say Ben Johnson does not become the head coach. Who would you look at as an option? I still have to wait and see. I, I think Biennemi deserves a shot with the way he's coached Sam Howell, you know? Joshua says, Players aren't engaged in the product. Why should we be? I still think the players care, man. I just, they're frustrated. And I, I know they don't know 
I know that they're scrambling for the answers, which makes it tough. Loomis, Allen, and Carmichael are all good friends as well. They've been together a long time. His buddy system is killing the franchise. Loomis is responsible overall. I agree. Tramal says if the defense slips, that means Dennis Allen is useless at this point. Bingo. Bingo, bingo, bingo. I said it yesterday. If he's not good at his side of the ball anymore, then what the hell are we wasting him for? Misdemeanor says, hello, Houdat family. What's going on? Al says they're not going to fire Loomis, but they will get rid of DA if you if you keep uh, either way. Either way, go uh, go to the sanction the whole new co- offensive coaching staff. Uh, I don't understand that part, but I, I, if you're saying get an offensive coaching staff, I do agree. Margaret says you could play Modern Warfare 3. I have been off the Call of Duty bandwagon for a while, and that's not me thinking the game's bad. That's just me losing interest in the game. But maybe I will. I've been back on Fortnite now that the OG map is here, so once that goes, I'll probably be off. But been playing a lot of trios and squads. And then I got to start Spider-Man 2. I don't know when I'm going to do that. It looks fantastic. I loved the first one from Insomniac. So maybe I'll do that. Maybe that's how I'll spend my Monday. Justin to get me cash says, if not Ben Johnson, I'll take Jim Harbaugh or Enemy. I think Enemy is probably the guy that you could get in there. Jim Harbaugh probably would want a perfect spot. Like, I think Jim Harbaugh would probably want the Chargers job, maybe. I don't know if he'd want New Orleans. I would take Enemy though. Wesley says, Chris, if you're looking for spooking gaming experience, I highly recommend the new, was it Alan Wake 2? I've never heard of that. What? Oh, a survival game. I'm looking at it now. Okay, maybe I'll check that out. That seems pretty good. Saints, for, hashtag 41 says, defense has slipped. Who coaches the Saints defense? Cousins, JJ, uh, Akers, didn't play yesterday. Y'all, Carr, 50 freaking yards at halftime. Bro, fans know that shit ain't good enough. It's not, man. It is not. T-Mama says, good morning, boot. Good morning, guys. Wesley says, Spider-Man 2 was effing great. Uh, I mean, look, man, I'd, I'd be shocked if it wasn't. I got to get on that. I have to get on that. I keep telling myself I'll play. There's so many games that I keep telling myself I have to get to. Like, the two that I've been procrastinating on is Spider-Man 2 and then the Breath of the Wild sequel. But I haven't played my Switch in months. so. I got to get back on those. And whichever one I don't do now, maybe I'll do around Christmas time. But I got to start one of them for sure. Nat says, Saints will win the Super Bowl. An odd team is going to win. If the Saints win the Super Bowl, I mean, I don't know what I'd do. I'd obviously be so excited. I'd freak the hell out. But it's it's not happening this year. It's not. I, I, I agree with you that an odd team is going to win this year. I agree with you that an odd team is going to win this year. Because that's just how it feels right now. But I don't think it'll be the Saints. The Marvels is not bad. Um, I mean, I haven't seen it yet, so I'll let you guys know once I see it, what, how I feel about it. I, I've seen mixed. Like, I've seen some people think it's the worst MCU movie. And I've seen a lot of people go, it's really fun, but the villain stinks. Which is another problem with Marvel. It's like forgettable villains all the time. But I'll see. I'll probably see it later. And then I can get back to an opinion on it. Al says, I'm scared that if we win the division, they decide to keep Dennis Allen. Uh, I think that's what's going to happen, man. T-Mama says it may be the Lions. I, I actually think that's a pretty nice pick on, on being sneaky and who could be a dark horse contender and win. New Orleans native, I'm telling you now, if, De- if Dennis doesn't get Jameis ready for the Falcons game and the rest of the Saints can kiss the playoffs, goodbye. Joshua says, seeing the Marvels the other day, it's a pretty fast-paced movie and it has its bad moments, but there's more good than bad. Fair enough. 
New Orleans native says, let that man play and settle into the offense. You can't just pull a man in and out and expect a stellar performance. Robert Johnny says, Saints couldn't win the Puppy Bowl. <laughs> Jerry G, we're not making the Super Bowl. Stop dreaming. I agree. I, I don't see it. I, I can't see it. I, there's no shot this year. Not with Dennis Allen. Not with Derek Carr. So, this is the truth of the matter. But anyway, guys, I'm going to wrap it up here on this Monday. Thank you so much for leaving your comments. You guys are fantastic as always. I know it stinks that the Saints, uh, that the Saints stink right now. They're 5-5, five and five, coming off a loss. But it is the bye week. And you, you, if you're listening, deserve to enjoy your week. Enjoy, enjoy, and deserve to enjoy a stress-free, non-Saints football week of fun. So whatever that may be for you guys, you guys should go do it and enjoy yourselves. That's going to wrap it up, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for dropping in your comments. I greatly appreciate it. We'll have more content later this week on the Straight Up Saints podcast. So subscribe to Boo Crew Media's YouTube page. And of course, stay tuned for more here on the Straight Up Saints podcast, the destination for the Houdat Nation. Have a great Monday, everyone.